What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Code X Comic Character of the Week. I am your host, Jamie, and with me, as always, we have... That's it, Sal. Right there. All right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> come check out my corner at Sal's Comic Corner on YouTube and the uh, SlabGuy77 on Instagram. But also, <gasps> check out Heroes Corner Comics. Enter the code CODEX in the coupon code and get 20% off. Go check out the site. Lots of good stuff on there. Do it now. Yes, and then after, if you can. And then after, yes. <laughs> also, also, we got Dan here. Hey, you can find me on Instagram at DanKellyArt, or just search hashtag DanKellyArt. I post music and art like this crow sketch card. Oh, that I, just I haven't seen that. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, yeah. Show the Doom. Show the Doctor Doom. Oh, the Doctor Doom one? Yeah, because I like that one. Show that Lay one. down the Doom. Lay, this lay down the Doctor Doom. Doom one that I posted today or I love the use of your shadows in that future at the previous day mm. so yeah go check it out like share and subscribe and bye <laughs> definitely and the yeah, man right. with the plan down below kev hey guys my name is kevin i created a group over on facebook called comic character of the day where we go over a different comic character a cover and a question uh <laughs> i try to post some comedy and uh whatever is relevant to the industry news and um we do this every day unless i slack which i admit does occasionally happen <laughs> but uh we're going to be doing a comic book giveaway at 500 members we're close and everybody that wants to come in and join up gets an opportunity to actually get some free swag but as cool as all of our projects are that we have going on Let's go to the most important member of this crew right here and right now. Jamie, what is up, my brother from another mother? Oh, what's in it? Not too much. Just glad to be back, guys. Uh, just let you guys know, too, if you guys have not done it yet, I say it every episode, go check out the codexation.com, your one-stop shop for everything Codex. Get some merch, meet the team, talk to us, let us know what's going on, what you like, what you don't like, and so, so, so much more. Trust me. Everything helps that you guys have done so far from like, sharing, subscribing, picking up merch. It helps the shows grow, helps us become a little bit better. And speaking of better, one quick shout out to Sale himself oh. for his channel. He is growing significantly in the past couple of weeks and it is amazing to see. Go give him some love and support his YouTube channel being below. Also with Heroes Corner Comics, remember Codex at checkout, C-O-D-E-X. And you guys get 20% off the whole store. But without further Adieu, guys. We have the comic character of the week this week, and that is Wonder Woman. Wonder so, Woman. Dan, take it away, brother. All right, Wonder Woman. Well, her first appearance was all the way back December 1941 in All-Star Comics number 8. She was created by William Moulton Marston and Harry G. Peter. Uh, she has, as far as powers, she's got strength and vulnerability, flight, uh, she's got her magic lasso of truth. She's immortal. She's fast healing. She's got a cool invisible jet she flies around. Um, her original origin was that her mother, uh, Queen Hippolyta, Hippolyta. the uh, Amazon queen on the island of Themyscira, uh, wanted a daughter, so she sculpted her from clay and was given life by the gods. Later on, it was retconned where she's the actual daughter of Hippolyta and Zeus. 
which is what they are currently going by. Yeah. All right. That's now, cool. Wonder Woman fan has a character throughout the years, prime member of the Trinity themselves. If you don't know who the Trinity is, it's Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman for the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been a pinnacle, and so has she throughout the years. But what we want to talk about is where she works best at and what area. So, Kevin, want to take that one away? Personally, I think that when she is the focus upon her aspect within Greek mythology, I, I, I think that works the best. Uh, you know, she's cool with, like, the superhero Justice League, like, um, but I think when they focus upon the... Um, cultural aspects of Wonder Woman. I think that's the really neatest part of her. Um, She's a hardcore character in the Justice League, but I think she's the most interesting in her solo aspects, exploring uh, the myths between the gods and the heroes and the aspect of her modern... uh, the ancient mixed in with the modern as far as mythology in the contemporary age. I think that's the coolest aspects of the character myself, but that's just me. What do you guys think? Yeah, we'll go sale. What do you want to go with, bud? What do you think? All right. So I got to agree with Kevin. I like the, uh, the Greek uh, aspect of the character, but I kind of really like the way she was originally designed or it's designed created. Is that she's always trying to find a peaceful resolution, you know? Mm-hmm. She has that. She has that quote. I'm not sure if you guys have heard it, but it's like I think it goes like we have a saying: uh, "Don't kill if you can wound. Don't wound if you can subdue. Don't subdue if you can pacify. And don't raise your hand unless you're first extended." So she is oh, always good. She's always been the one to banker for peace and and to avoid conflict. You know, she's not your Superman, Batman to come in and just start throwing haymakers whenever you need to. She's always trying to find the peaceful resolution first. And mm-hmm. that's what I also liked about her. Dan, what do you got? Very cool. Um, I think she's an interesting character. Like like you guys said, uh, she works best when they really deal with the Greek mythology aspect of her, where it does separate her from just the regular superheroes. Mm-hmm. But I also think she's an interesting character too, because you know, at her heart, she is, you know, a warrior. She was trained to be a warrior. She was raised that way, but she was also sent to man's world tasked with bringing peace to man's world. So that's her main goal. But at the same time, she can be, you know, an absolutely brutal fighter too, mm-hmm. you know, um, and when, it, you know, much more than Superman or Batman where, you know, like Sal said, you know, it's not her, first instinct to kill but she's also not opposed to it too because she understands you know that's something that happens in war Mm -hmm. very true but a completely different take on things (laughs) (laughs) right as always the guy that doesn't always have the same opinion um i think she just works best in themiscara i think that when it comes to working with the league and everything else it gets redundant and dried out and mm-hmm. it to me it does. It's like how much conflict can you have within yourself and a team where you have a whole island that needs you for protection. And we over the years it seems like they've kind of drawn away from it. 
and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, let's just stick with you know her being like a team player. Like when when it comes to certain things, which we'll be getting, I'll touch on later. Um, it just it just feels too dry. So her being Themyscira, living the life that she has, and the ones we know from the basically the origin to now is the way it should be layered out to me. And I think that's where she fits best because every time something should happen to go wrong, that's her home. And that's where it's meant to be at, at that point. Very good. So, but Hey, like I said, every character we've gone through so far, we always go over these like scenarios of where they work best at, but we kind of want to know what their badass moments were. So with the three, let's start with sale. What do you got, bud? I've got two for you. Um, there's a story called Hyketia, um, I believe it's called, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a story where she has to go to Gotham and 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 re- rescue or or capture some uh, some type of bad person or girl or whatever it is. And Batman's, of course, usually being Batman, saying "Get out of my get out of my city" that type of thing. So she actually has to stop Batman, and she just uh, you know pins him down. And the one picture that you can see is that she's got his she's got his foot. On his head, on yes. the ground, and she's just pressing down. So that—that's a—that's a cover. Yeah, but that's the cover I chose in my three. But uh, that was that was one badass moment for her. Um, the second one I have is from the New Fifty Two. Is when she stabs Darkseid in the eye with her sword. Yeah, yes. that was just that was, that was just hardcore. And you know, I'm all down with that. So we got right. what's that? Who's next? Who do you got? We got Kevin next. Kevin. All right. Uh, Don't me, seem I so got, shocked, um, buddy. You're a part of the group, too. Yeah. <laughs> I see him. He was sitting there. He's like, sorry. What? <laughs> like a deer in the headlights. Yes, that? you Welcome you, you wanted world. this. Who are these people? Yeah. I'm getting them in this room. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I put the number three when she uh, is facing Medusa. And okay. uh, she has to cover her eyes with a blindfold. And when the blindfold falls off, Medusa thinks she's won. Diana, being the hardcore badass that she is, decide, you know, like without hesitation, uh, cuts off a snake from Medusa's head and shoots the poison into her own eyes, blinding herself mm-hmm. in order to take on Medusa. I mean, that is so next level right there. Yeah. <laughs> that is hardcore. That is hardcore. Um. And number two, Wonder Woman uh, is forced in a situation where she has to, uh, in order to kill a, a big bad uh, called the Firstborn, mm-hmm. is in a position where she has to kill Ares. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, she becomes the Greek goddess of mm-hmm. war. I'm like, I just felt that that right there really is basically just her fulfilling her destiny. It was like the pinnacle of wonder woman moments but i would uh, agree with you on that one yeah right right but um as far as but as cool and as amazing as that was i think the thing when i think of wonder woman the thing that stands out most in my mind is when maxwell lord is controlling superman and he's having him just be a weapon of mass destruction and Wonder Woman's fighting Superman, losing because it's still Superman. But 
But she realizes that it's uh, Maxwell Lord controlling him and is like, stop this. And he's like, you know, you can do whatever you want to me, but as soon as I get the opportunity, I'm going to take it and control Superman again and start this whole thing all over again, which forces woman, Wonder Woman into a corner. And she's like, well, it looks like I have only one option here. And she takes Maxwell Lord's head and does snaps it and does it, puts turns it completely 180 yeah. degrees, killing him instantly. Yeah, for our audio Superman, listeners, like, he was doing the snapping motion too as he was. I'm just mm-hmm. lying, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, and uh, Wonder Woman or Superman is like appalled, but like, how there's what did you do? It's like what you couldn't, mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> yep, yep. That, that's so badass. <laughs> All so right, cool. Dan. Well, they've already taken two of mine. Uh, I went with the new 52. I think it was mm-hmm. in Justice League, right? Where she yep. just stabbed Darkseid mm-hmm. in the eye with her sword. I mean, that's just <laughs> I, I, that's just the definition of badass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my uh, where she broke ne- Maxwell Lord's neck. Because when they did that whole that whole crossover... And it turned out that that Maxwell Lord was the one that was kind of behind everything, behind um, Blue Beetle dying, or was the mm-hmm. one that shot Blue Beetle. And yeah, yeah taking spoilers. And yeah, and just you know, it was just like havoc. And she was like, "This is it." And then the other one I have is um, from uh, the first the first storyline from the George Perez series when he took over the book. After Crisis on Infinite Nurse, um, it was introducing her. It was like retelling her origin and her mm. coming to man's world for the first time. And the big bad that she's facing is Ares. And it gets to the end and it looks like Ares <laughs> is going to win. And she doesn't even have to really. She doesn't beat him at that point by fighting him. And she's just just tells him, well, yeah, you, you know, you could, you know, win and you could have. Excuse me. All this. um all these people go to war and kill each other, but then what's going to happen to you? Like you're going to die because all of your people that, that are your followers are going to kill themselves and there's going to be no one left to worship you. Right. You know, he kind of like looks in the future and sees it and goes, Oh, she's right. And he just backs down and you know, she didn't have to, uh, you know, she fought him up to that point, but at that point she beat him just by, by reasoning. Mm, yeah, that's them. awesome. Yeah, no, great Forcing point. Forcing the god of war to stand down from the war. I mean, yes, like that is the impossible. That needs to go in an Adidas commercial or Nike. Like, <laughs> but no. In, and speaking of Nike, Greek mythology. Mic drop. Oh, look at you! But oh, yeah, thank you. So you guys already took one of them from me, which was obviously the Maxwell Lord. It, that is probably the pinnacle of what everyone who has read Wonder Woman remembers from Wonder Woman in any sense of the word. Um, most people that don't know, once you see it and once you understand the character, you understand how much of an impact that had throughout all of that medium. It, it, it sent shockwaves through readers throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one is going to be Justice issue 12 and that is the drag down beat down fight with cheetah uh, and that 
was Alex Ross's work on there, which was stunning throughout the whole thing. Yeah. It, it, I think that was, if you want a villain that's well-recognized and you want a hero that's well-recognized, that would be the one I would go to and try, and go read. Um, and number one is every time, to me, this is number one, is when she has to fight Superman for some oh, yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. And I, the reason I say that is because every time Superman's either taken over by something, he, he, for those who listen to the Superman and the Batman episodes we've done previously, um, you understand that at some point Superman always holds back for Bruce. Like mm-hmm. Br- Bruce even says he will walk through me and kill me. He, right. I know he holds back with Wonder Woman though. There's never been an instance where they gave her a chance to be like, I got to step back. You know, mm-hmm. like he's going to, he's going to run through me. She goes full at him and with his every time. And just is like, are you done yet? Like, can we, <laughs> can we be finished with this? Like what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> and every time mm-hmm. he just, he, he gets out of whatever uh, confusion state he's in. Gets up and is like, I feel like I got hit by a train <laughs> <laughs> every time. So that that's gonna yeah. be my number one badass moment throughout all of it. Because every time she has to fight, like if she fights Bruce, it's like, oh, when she has to knock the bricks off Superman, it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Excellent as al- yeah, as always, there's always badass moments, but there's always these sucky areas too. And with that. Kevin, we're going to go over some criticisms of it, of the character herself. All right. I got to say when, uh, let's see, when she is um, written um, in a, uh, as a, it, when she's objectified okay. by the writers, I think mm. it just takes away from such a cool character. Um you know, with the rope and everything, I know it's easy to get into an area where, like, it could be, you know, interpreted whichever way. But uh, in doing so, um, it's really a dishonor. It's really dishonoring the character as a role model for girls and women everywhere. And and I know that for a while back in the early issues of the Justice League, they actually had her as the secretary. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, that is, that's a little on the nose right there. I thought that was a little bit disrespectful. And I just think that they have moved mainly away from that aspect, but they still occasionally do kind of touch upon her um, her gender. And I think that's really a, 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 um, a lazy way to... Uh, to, to go. Um, I think they should uh, acknowledge her gender, and, but I don't think they need to do it in a way that is misogynistic in any way, shape, or form at all, ever. And I think that's my biggest complaint, uh, is when they the writers don't um, live up to the potential of that character. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Dan, thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree with all that. I'll also say, you know, she's had her rough patches in her history. The, uh, the nineties costume with the, was it like the biker shorts and the, yeah. jacket, the, uh, was in the, when they 70s. tried changing everybody. Yeah. yeah in the seventies yeah. when they, uh, you know, took away her powers, but you know, 
as far as just generally what I don't like, um, it's kind of when he's written basically is just, all right, he's here's female Superman. And yeah, it doesn't happen so much in her own books or anything that she's the focus of. It tends to happen in like the team books or in crossovers when it's a huge cast and it's just a okay, she's got some of the same power Superman has. She's you know kind of on the same power level, and you know that we're basically just going to treat her like that. And you know, as like I said, just generic female Superman, and they kind of get rid of all the the cool aspects of her, which is the Amazon stuff, which is all the Greek mythology stuff that goes into her character. Um, when they don't really deal with that, that's what uh, that's where I find that, she, that she's not done real well. Good points, good points. Sal. Wow. Well, you guys actually hit, hit the right nail on the head. Um, they 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 when she's written in a group story, I feel like she's a much watered down type of character yeah. or almost pushed mm-hmm. to the side. You know, I know here's Wonder Woman. If you read like the team books like Justice League and then you read the solo series, Wonder Woman solo books, the difference is night and day. She is amazing in her solo books and um, there's so much depth to her character in those books and they just lose it when they go to the team side and I can't stand that. And the other thing I don't like, and it's similar to what Kevin was saying, is a lot of artists don't know how to draw her properly. And and I'll say, uh, I'll probably take away my man card in this, but when they draw too much voluptuous, you know, it's just not, it doesn't work for me as a Wonder Woman, as a warrior type of uh, person. Mm-hmm. And and it's a, when she's not drawn right, it, detra- it detracts me from uh, enjoying the story as it should be said or told. So Perfect that's what I have for that. Yeah. Yep. All right. Great points all around as usual, gentlemen. Um, for me, though, it's because you guys hit basically every aspect of it and usually I, that's why i always come with something different um <laughs> one of the things that i can't stand especially when it comes to wonder woman is the amount of times that she needs to have a romantic romantic entanglement with someone from the justice league like yeah. to prove who she is to prove her strength to prove mm-hmm. everything like with superman at one time batman uh the way they were mm-hmm. trying to do the whole her and green lantern back in the 70s 80s um mm-hmm. It was, man. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it, it's a little fishy to me. Let's just put it that way. Uh, um, shoot you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's to me like her strength should not be based on the person that she's with. When she's with someone like a Steve Trevor, that's perfect to me. Like it's fine. But when you set up, set her up with a literal alien god that can't be destroyed, and there you put them two together, no one can stop them. We know. We get it. Mm-hmm. Move on. Like, there's no story to be told here. They they win. You know? They're, so, to me, it's every time you try to put her in this new romantic era of who she, who's the flavor of the month this month, mm-hmm. that's the point that bothers me the most. Because you don't need her to be with them for tell a great Wonder Woman story. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, great points all the way around. But we are going to get into some of the best covers out there that Ooh. we pick. And remember, guys, this is all subjective. This is all our opinion. So take it with a grain of salt. Even for the new listeners, this is where somewhere you might want to pick up, start, take a look into, 
definitely try that. But before we get into that, guys, if you want a great cover, go check out Heroes Corner Comics, guys. Yes. From back issues to slabs to variants to current comics and pulls. Everything you want is right there. And if you use Codex at checkout, you guys save 20% off for as long as we're doing this. So get going. Mm-hmm. promise you. So without fur- further ado, we are going to start with Kevin. Hey, on this one. All right. Um, you know, I gotta say, I think, uh, let's see, let's go with Wonder Woman number 72 on the far right there. That's just such an iconic picture of Wonder Woman. I think the perfect amount of um, uh, Greek influence, the hair is very uh, uh, Mediterranean, just kind of just iconic. And then on the far left, that I think is such a great picture of Themyscira in the background. The pictures of the women warriors, just it's in, uh, it's just a Wonder Woman uh, iconic like background feel. And uh, the middle is Wonder Woman number 750, her lifting up the globe in a homage to Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of has the suggestion of having the weight of the world on her shoulders, as well as displaying her being capable and strong enough to lift up everything. Just so hardcore Wonder Woman. And I just think that's such a beautiful cover. It's just, it's, it's, it's like a great, a great picture of Wonder Woman and such a cover that draws you really in. Yes, and we are going to go next with Dan. Well, as you can see, I have one of the same covers, the uh, Wonder Woman issue one, the George Perez one. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, it's got the Amazons in the back, it's got Themyscira, it's just, you know, and George Perez, like, just manages to fit so much detail in, in his pieces without making it seem like it's overly busy he and uh yeah it's just great the middle one is uh wonder woman one from another series um it's just you know the way the colors are on it um it you you really focus on the character you know and the background just kind of makes her pop um that's just uh you know that's a great cover great art and then the one on the end the uh wonder woman 75th anniversary special uh i mean that's just you know it's an iconic superhero pose it's it's jim lee who i mean always like george perez always does a fantastic job so it's you know for me it's three three covers that really focus on her and and just just look badass and just just beautiful mm-hmm. stuff that you'd want to slab and hang on your wall. Oh yeah! And speaking of slabs, speaking of <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, nice. I love it. All right, hey, look at that. So, uh, what did we bat uh, two for two for three? Uh, two out of three on the on the covers, guys. Good job. Nice. So for until we get to Jamie, I know Jamie's Jamie's oh, always course. an oddball. Nice. So <laughs> I'll make this quick since we've already pretty much uh, 
did the uh did the, said the points though the wonder woman on the left the first issue george perez work you can't you could can never go wrong with that never Absolutely. that's just amazing work and i you know it's iconic to me uh the far white one wonder woman 72 like kevin said it's just the it's a, it's also an iconic picture of wonder woman i i also love the 80s hair i mean come on <laughs> it's yeah a, it just rocks for me, but I also like the weapons and the shield and the helmet in the background. Yeah. That just makes it pop for me. So the last, the last one here. So the Rebirth Wonder Woman story. Uh, it's just a, a good classic cover with her, the sword and the shield. And I actually have mm -hmm. that slab that's actually up on my wall right now. That's his and personal. Is that yours? That's, that right is. There? Yes, it is. Ah, yes, it is. So I, I just love nice. this cover because it just, it gives me the feeling of when I. One of the reasons why I throw up these slabs is because I feel like this best represents the character that I picture when yeah. I think of that character. And this, to me, is the perfect Wonder Woman type of representation. Yes. Very, so. very good. All right, Kevin. I mean, all right, uh, Jamie. What's the eyeball? What's the eyeball like? Let's see it. All right. Let's uh, see Ah. Ball, ball, but I like that one cover over there, number 38. Oh, that one is yeah. So oh. first one we got all the way to the left. And for those who can't see it, this is from New 52. Mm -hmm. uh, issue 38, this is All Out War Wonder Woman. Mm. It, I think this is like, if I was thinking of Wonder Woman going into battle, this is my interpretation every time. This is what I want to see. Mm. Uh, the That's middle sick. one, I do have a variant for Wonder Woman 750. Uh, it is her with the lasso of truth, and just the depiction of how they have her look is simply astounding. Um, really and that. then my last one is a controversial one that Kevin kind of brought up earlier about how it's written. I think that this is the right way to do it. Um, this is Wonder Woman number 81. This is her basically manhandling the mob and yep. just grabbing mm -hmm. the mob boss by the collar is like, you're going to listen to me. Like, yeah. I don't care what you think of who I am, what my gender is. I could still hurt you. Like, <laughs> even yep. if you want her to, I mean, still, um, still the point. But I think that these three are the ones that stand out for me every time I kind of see Wonder Woman. Yep. I wonder if that, great. did that Wonder Woman 81 come out at the time of uh, Godfather? Because it has an offer you can't refuse. Yeah. I wonder if it, it did. did. 70s. Yeah, it was around. That looks eighties. It does look eighties to me, though. Yeah, maybe Godfather two or three. It, it might have been maybe. like an interpretation for it. Yeah, I think one of the sequels were coming out during that time frame. Probably so. It, it might have been uh, around the time of Goodfellas. Oh, that's also true. In the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Good covers, uh, guys. Yes, that, that one, Jamie, of Wonder Woman, the first one uh, mm -hmm. with the armor. With the whole, oh, that is beautiful. Yeah. Yes, I have that, and I got that signed too, which nice. is nice. I love it. Very cool. But that's we so cool. Are, obviously, there's always great covers, but there's even better stories inside those covers. Yeah. So let's get in to some of these stories that we pick. Again, everything we have is our opinion. It's a place we mm -hmm. think you should start if you're listening or watching this right now. So go check them yep. out if you guys can. If not, find your own. That's what we love about comics. There's always a place to start. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start off with Kevin. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's put uh, League of One. Uh, the number one is League of One. Uh, Wonder Woman takes, in, takes on the entire Justice League in a run that feels 
kind of like an epic poem going back to the ancient Greek mythology and the, not the style of Homer, uh, the Iliad or the Odyssey, but kind of just that feel of an ancient mythological storyline. So, such a great round. Mm-hmm. Number two, Wonder Woman, uh, Gods and uh, Mortals. George Perez sets up the definitive Wonder Woman character and story in history. If you have to pick one of any of these, I would go with Gods and Mortals if you're interested in learning who and what Wonder Woman is all about. And number three, um, Eyes of the Gorgon uh, from Wonder Woman 1987. Um, 200 and well, it didn't take place, but that's uh, it, the, the story didn't take place in, in uh, 2000 or 1987, it was that run, but it was numbers uh, 206 to 213. That's the one where I was saying about the run where she goes up against uh, Medusa, mm-hmm. and that entire run. Uh, with uh, Greg Rucka's writing was just my favorite run of Wonder Woman ever. But that story right there was the one that's like, like sold me on how amazing Wonder Woman actually was. And it just, yeah, all three of those are great. If I were to recommend any Wonder Woman, those would be the ones. All right. Dan is up next. <laughs> well, um, the first one is Earth One. Uh, DC started doing these series of hardcover one-shot kind of books a few years ago. That's a lot of years ago now at this point. They did Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, Green Lantern. They did a bunch of them. And it's basically almost like uh, when Marvel Comics did the Ultimate Universe. It's kind of like that. Like, here's here's the character if they showed up. You know, if everything started with them today as opposed to, you know, decades ago. But they're all independent of each other. And the Wonder Woman one is just Wonder Woman Earth one. Um, It just presents it like if she was being introduced in, you know, right now, brand new in comics. And um, takes a lot of the, the things from her traditional origin and updates them. And just, uh, you know, great read, beautiful artwork. Uh, the second one, Gods and Mortals, like Kevin said, it's the opening arc from the 1980s series that took place right after Crisis on Infinite Earth when George Perez started plotting and drawing the book. Uh, it's the first seven issues of that story. So Kevin described it pretty well. It's a great jumping on point if you want to you know, if you want to read about Wonder Woman and see everything with her origin, how she left Themyscira and came to, you know, as they call it, man's world, and mm-hmm. um, deals very heavily with Greek mythology. So that's a good a good spot to start. And then the other one is Blood. It's from the New 52 relaunch. Uh, it's the storyline that was the first six or seven issues. Of first that six. Book. First six, yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff in new 52 was pretty bad, but wonder woman's solo book was one. Hey, of Hey, 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 it wasn't yeah. all bad. Not all of, but wonder woman was, well, there was a lot of those bad, but wonder woman's was good. And it was Brian <laughs> Azzarello that was, that was writing it. And, 
you know, did a good job of mixing the Greek mythology stuff with the modern world and kind of putting a twist on different things with it. So uh, that was a really good read too. his uh, Azarello's whole run on that book. I think he did the, he went up into the thirties. I forget which issue he, he ended at 30. So it was at 30. Yeah. I knew it was right around then, but yeah, it was, um, it was a really good run that he did. All right. We got sale up next buddy. All right. And look at that. <laughs> ah. so, let's, let's, let's go ahead and start off with the, uh, um, gods and morals because it's, you guys touched on this and it's, it's absolutely what I would say in this situation. It's the perfect starting on book. It's George Perez book. You can't go wrong. Issues one through mm-hmm. seven. It came out in 1987. I don't need to really expand on anything else. These guys covered it 100%. Great read. Must read. Yep. Um, yep. The next one I'll go with is um, Justice League, um, uh, League of One. So this one I like because also, it, like Kevin said, it, it integrates some of the Greek mythology back into it. And she has to... Um, uh, you know, there's a prophecy about a dragon about killing everybody, and but you know, it's a, a prophecy of the death of the league. So she, you know, they're going to go out and fight the dragon. She's like, no, you're not going to do this. So she has to subdue, subdue them all, and she does. So that way, she can fight the dragon on her own. So that was a just a great story to read, and mm-hmm. uh, very much, very much enjoyed that. So the next one and the last one I'll say is the um, Battle for Womanhood, Wonder Woman, 1942, issue number five. Now. Think of this, the, the time frame. This is 1942. It's the middle of World War II. Women are going off the factories. So the, the women are starting to step up in the world, become you know, more of men's equal. And now this is when Wonder Woman came out, or just after, I should say. So this is her proving the, to the world that women can be men's equal. And uh, I like that story it, just in a whole, as a holistic you know, event. So yes. it's definitely one that should be read and you have to really think of it of written when the time in that time frame that it was written in so that makes it more epic to me yes absolutely. all right yeah jamie what you got oh i got the fun as always okay. <laughs> so Bring first up i have wonder woman war and this mm. is from new 52 this is when david finch took over the book um from brian azarello this is that cover that i showed you guys the start of and it is her just unleashed mm-hmm. the entire book. It, it, it's great from that point forward. If you guys want to see a different side of Wonder Woman, just lose it like with no care, no control. This is the one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I have the 12 labors. It's almost like trials, um, especially within the mascara itself. So if you want that kind of uh origin retelling and everything along those lines this is the book that you want to kind of go towards for me for instance and lastly i threw in a fun one um it's a six issue mini it's the brave and the bold batman and wonder woman and now this is more of a team-up book um but it shows a lot more of wonder woman side of things especially with greek mythology um uh, witchcraft wizardry in there uh you got batman and then you have this cool little romantic thing with her and steve trevor at the beginning which really catches your eye uh these are the three i would go with if you were trying just to jump in great price points on them so that Mm -hmm. way it kind of encourages that as well yeah awesome Awesome, dude very good yeah very cool and 
as always, guys, with these stories comes great artists and fantastic writers. Some maybe not so much, but we are going to talk great writers and responsibilities. There it is. But Dan, why don't you go over your top writer and artist that makes you think of Wonder Woman when you see her read them? Uh, for me, writer, I'm going to go with uh, Brian Azzarello. Like I said, he wrote the first 30 so issues of New 52. Uh, when they the greatest thing to ever happened to DC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I thought I just I like the way that he really balanced dealing with the Greek mythology stuff. But mix it, you know, but kind of putting a twist on it and mixing it with the modern world. Um, and you know what? I actually, as even though she's got that classic costume, I liked how the new 52, how they took the gold out of it, made it silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was red, blue, and silver. Like, I thought that really worked good on, on her costume. And mm-hmm. for artists, uh, I'm gonna have to go with George Perez. I mean, that guy, Absolutely. you know, when he took over that book, it was. You know, she was, even though she was, like Jamie said, the Trinity, one of the big three, it, she was definitely the third in that, in that, and, um, you know, he had just come off of doing Teen Titans, which was, you know, rivaling X-Men for the best book at the time, a high selling book. Um, He had just come off of Crisis on Infinite Earths and was, oh, what major, what major mega thing is he going to do next? And he found out John Byrne was taking over Superman and there was no one for Wonder Woman. He said, you know what? Let me take Wonder Woman. And he just, you know, he he was on that book for a long time. And his artwork is just beautiful on it. And, you know, when I think of Wonder Woman, that's kind of, that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. Sale. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so for <laughs> my guys, um, I, like with Dan, uh, best artist, George Perez. You cannot go wrong with that. I mean, mm-hmm. that man's work is phenomenal. I can never not recommend any of this stuff. It's great. Yeah. Um, for writer, I go with Louise Simpson. Uh, oh, I, believe, yeah. I believe her stuff was very good, very well written, and brings out the best of that character. Absolutely. All right. Kevin. All right. I'm going to be the, uh, the Jamie of this. Uh oh. Look out. <laughs> oh, no. Different. Uh, for my writer, once again, I got to go with Greg Rucka. His take was just so engaging. I thought mm-hmm. it was so interesting and so great. Um, I hadn't really read Wonder Woman before his run, but uh, I fell in love with the stories and the character through his writing. And the artist, um, yeah, uh, I mean, you, you got to go with George Perez, but I'm not going to go with George Perez. I'm going to oh. go with uh, Phil Jimenez. Yes. His art kind of just like is the the Wonder Woman in, in, to, to me. So Very good. Jamie. All right. So for writer, I got to go with Jeff Johns. Mm. And I'm going with that because of how well he wrote her as her own independent character throughout the New 52. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't go wrong with that. And then, right. as far as an artist goes, I, that issue thirty eight guys, come on! Yeah. Like I gotta no. go, I gotta <laughs> go with David Finch. Yeah, like yeah. that whole run, he made her look on point, and it was right. amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's that was pretty badass. That yeah, was. Finch puts out some really great stuff. 
Well, it, what's what messed me up too the whole time is there's uh, Meredith Finch and David Finch on that same book. Mm. So it's the Finches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Related? That, so, so, Related I don't or know, not? I, I don't know. I never looked into I it. I was always it. just like, I thought it was kind of like when Grayson wrote Nightwing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you were waiting for it. I wasn't going to say it out loud. <laughs> but uh, no, it was kind of like one of those. But guys, I hope you guys had a, uh, enjoyed the show today. Uh, it's been a great one. But wait. <gasps> There's oh. more. Ba, 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 ba. Go to Heroes Corner. Oh, Cow. hey, look at that. Yeah, oh, use the code CODEX and save 20%. And go to the site. Out. And it's store-wide. So yes. definitely, definitely go check that out. But as always, I am your host, Jamie. <laughs> Guys, with me, as always, and probably till the end, we got sale. Hey, you can do this. Check out my corner at Sal's Comic Corner on YouTube and the Slab Guy 77 on Instagram. All right, we got Dan. Hey, you can check me out on Instagram at Dan Kelly Art. You can search hashtag Dan Kelly Art for stuff like this. I'll show it again because Sal likes the doctor. I love that. That's awesome, dude. I just posted today. You need to do like a 12 by 18 picture of that (laughs) with color. With color. Yes. I I have uh, have a couple other Dr. Doom ideas for stuff I might do, but I got a few other pieces I'm working on now. But yeah, go go check it out and uh, like, share, subscribe, and buy some stuff. Yeah. And the man with the plan, Kev. If you guys like comics, go check out Comic Character of the Day uh, on Facebook. Join up and get the opportunity to win some free comics. If you hate fun, love comic books, and anything Keep watching us. <laughs> that's a good one that being said let's bring it over to jamie guys as always you guys hear it every episode go check out the codexstation.com your one-stop shop for everything code x trust me you guys are missing out if you guys have not liked share subscribed on any of it because there's a lot of people that have and we got a great community same great community that we happen to have a comic character of the day. Go check them out. The link will be down below. Same thing with sales comic corner and also Dan Kelly's art. So go check all of those out. Last plug of the day, guys, again, go check out heroes corner comics. I'm telling you right now, save 20% off with the keyword code X C O D E X. I'm telling you it's store wide. Go check it out. But as always, guys, it is good to be back. And you know what I'm about to say. Always be kind to one another out there. You never know what anyone's going through. And making someone smile can change the course of their day or their life. So always be kind. And we will see you all in the next one. Much love. Peace. See you.